Welcome to Skin Deep here on Sirius XM Radio Channel 141 HUR Voices. I'm your host, Sharon Morton, and I'm going to talk about something that impacts all of us, and those are emotional wounds, specifically emotional wounds of black women and what we can do to heal those wounds. This show is about our emotional health, folks, and my guest on today's show is Najma Smalls. Najma is the author of The Black Girl's Guide to Healing Emotional Wounds. And she's a writer, emotional coach, and speaker. She's written and spoken on numerous platforms on the topics of healing emotional wounds, emotional intelligence, self-love, and destroying generational patterns. And she has spent many years working as a career counselor, serving youth and adults. Uh, Najma enjoys sharing her wisdom with women and leaders on their journey towards healing and managing their emotions. I can't wait to talk to her because we're going to be addressing the healing of inner child wounds, abandonment, dealing with disappointment, forgiveness, self-sabotage, and so much more. So as I always say, we're going to be doing more than just scratching the surface. Here on Skin Deep, we're talking all about your emotional health. And by the way, email me at skindeepradioshow at gmail.com and tell me what you think about the show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with information you just can't afford to miss here on Skin Deep. Recognized by hundreds of leaders and thousands of people from every walk of life for crime and violence intervention and prevention, the Alliance of Concerned Men celebrate their 30th year of healing the community one person at a time. Won't you help? Make your tax-deductible donation to the Alliance of Concerned Men and help reduce increasing violence in our communities and address the issues that give rise to it. You are not alone. Go to theallianceofconcernedmen.org for more information. American History is a children's book series written and illustrated by author Casey Bell. The series shares the unique diverse, and colorful history of America. Go to authorcaseybell.com to see pages from the book. American History, available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Books A Million. Hello, this is Carl Brown, host of the Small Business Report on Sirius XM Channel 141, HUR Voices. Every Thursday at noon, we bring you the stories of small business owners and subject matter experts that can help you start, grow, or sustain your business. Please be sure to tune in every Thursday at noon on Sirius XM Channel 141, HUR Voices, to hear the Small Business Report. Tune in to The Skin Deep Show with host Sharon Morton as she engages your senses and examines the issues affecting black skin and its treatment in every facet of life. From beauty, health, and wellness to social injustice and mass incarceration, it's a show designed to stimulate your mind, body, and soul. Don't miss it. The Skin Deep Show, every Friday at 5.30 p.m. on Sirius XM Channel 141 HUR Voices. And welcome back to Skin Deep here on Sirius XM Radio, Channel 141, HUR Voices. Thank you for staying with me. I'm your host, Sharon Morton. And as I said before the break, we are talking to Najima Smalls. She's the author of The Black Girl's Guide to Healing Emotional Wounds. 
She's a writer. She's an emotional coach. She's a speaker. She also has spent many years working as a counselor. Najma, thank you so much for being here on Skin Deep. We have a lot to cover. That's why we're going to do part one and part two. Thank you so much for having me, Sharon. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to the discussion. Yeah. So, you know, I was checking out your website. By the way, tell everyone what your website is, how they can get a hold of you or get your information. What is that? NajamaSmalls.com. That's how you can um, find me on the web. Well, spell your first name because, you know, I, I've been having <laughs> difficulty pronouncing it. So you have to spell it for folks. It's spelled N-I-J-I-A-M-A. Smalls, S-M-A-L-L-S with an N on the S, dot com. Okay, NajimaSmalls.com. We really are going to dig deep today, Najima, because you are addressing um, healing the inner person, the inner child. Um, and there's so much that people go through. I think we're all products of our environment, products of our childhood. A lot of times it's hard to get rid of um, trauma that has occurred in our childhood. And on your website, you have so many different topics that you cover. Um, before we get into all that, tell me what are emotional wounds? What do you mean by that? Emotional wounds are past hurts that are left unresolved. Just as we obtain physical wounds, we also obtain emotional wounds. And there are several different types that we're going to talk about. Um, abandonment, rejection, shame, and poverty. These are all emotional wounds that we kind of pick up as we maneuver through life. So, for example, I have a physical scar on my foot. Um, I... I obtained that when I was like maybe six or seven years old. I fell off of my bike and the wound was very deep. I had to get stitches. Now here I am years later. If anyone sees my foot, they immediately see the scar, the wound. And so the same way it is with our physical wounds, that's how it is with our emotional wounds. People Usually though, people them. don't see them. Yeah, you don't see them, but they manifest in some way, they shape manifest. or form. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so you know, you mentioned visible. that poverty is an emotional wound and people don't realize that poverty does all kinds of, has an adverse effect, I should say, on your psyche. And I remember um, watching, uh, there's a, a biography or some kind of special on Mary J. Blige, and she talked about how being poor really affected her emotional and psychological health. So I'm glad you're bringing that into the mix so that people can understand that poverty is more than just not having money. It's, it's deeper than that. So what yes, are some absolutely. of the signs and symptoms of emotional wounds? Triggers. One of the things that we need to look at in order for us to see where our emotional wounds lie are within our triggers. I always say, pay attention to what triggers you or what bothers you or what makes you act out or what really uh, gets under your skin because those things are really pointing you towards your emotional wounds, the particularly the unhealed emotional wounds. Mm. Triggers cause us to react and overreact. And for example, um, 
I've, I've been serving in Washington, D.C. for many years as a career counselor, and I served many women that were victims um, of the crack cocaine epidemic that swept um, Washington, D.C. And many of those women would react or overreact the minute I would disappoint them or a minute, the minute someone would dis disappoint them because they would put that person in the place of their mother and they would they would experience that same pain they experienced when their mother abandoned them or left them for the addiction mm, wow yeah and so absolutely. did they understand that or it took you to explain that to them and help them through therapy and counseling both some some got it some did not and, it, and even I talk about in my book, The Black Girl's Guide to Healing Emotional Wounds, my own mother issues. You know, when I when I began working, I had a hard time working for strong minded women, particularly black women, because growing up, my mother is a very she still is a very strong, very independent um, woman, very opinionated and I can't, I, you know, as I as I began out starting my career in the professional world, uh, these women represented the unresolved pain I had not reckoned with regarding my mother. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And and that explains a lot of times why maybe women don't always get along, or black women especially, yep. don't like someone telling them what to do, or don't like their bosses, or you know, they are triggered easily. And I hate to stereotype, I'm not stereotyping because I don't want to say that, you know, all black women are angry, but I'm just saying I personally have been in situations where I've been the supervisor or the manager or the director of a department. And I mean, the first day on the job, it was an issue. Mm -hmm. And it was only from the women, especially the black women. So on your on your website you talk about black women fighting tell us a little bit more about that well you know and and, and that's a great point that you mentioned that you noticed um, that type of behavior because one, one of the things we have to realize is many times in our community um, women were the ones that ran the house right whether da daddy was there or not women right. were the ones that ran the house and oftentimes you know some, sometimes uh, mom running the house meant harshness, meant criticism. Mm -hmm. And so when we align with our girlfriends or even with, you know, the boss or whatever, the colleague, the coworker, the friend, whatever the case it may be, you know, and the minute they say something or do something that we don't agree with or that hurts our heart, we go back to that child. We revert back because that inner child wound has never been healed. So it feels like mommy when she criticized me. It feels like mommy when she spoke harshly to me. And so mm. that's a lot of the time where the infighting becomes. And let's just let's just be honest. In our families, we're not always taught healthy conflict resolution. Right. So we don't always know how to go to each other and say, hey. This, this hurt my feelings. Yeah. You know, this, this really hurt my heart in a humble way. But instead, you know, we're ready to, to fight. We're ready right. to <laughs> clap back, as they right. say. So that's right. where a lot of that comes from. 
And it doesn't help with all of these reality shows oh. where you see all of these women <laughs> fighting and cursing. And um, I just, you know, these are mothers and I'm like, mm -hmm. don't they realize their children are watching them and this is passed on? This is this becomes generational, as as you mentioned uh, on your website. Um, and I'm sure having to deal with uh, people that are, um, I'm going to say, the victims of generational trauma. It happened to them. It happened to their parents. It happened to their grandparents. Now it's happening to their children. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard to break that cycle without some kind of therapy. Well, wouldn't you say so? Oh, yes, absolutely. We have to first recognize and own the issues that we have, holding ourselves accountable. accountable. And that comes through a lot of um, being able to look at yourself critically and self-awareness and then take those steps, um, which, which may include therapy. So, yes, absolutely. Um, you... Uh talk also about the wound of rejection and we're going to talk uh, more after the break but uh, before we go to break how does that particular wound impact our lives being rejected and is that different from like you know men getting rejected when they they're in the club and they ask someone to dance and <laughs> you know the person says no because I know men that say oh we just that's just part of being a man you know you mm -hmm. just keep going you know you cast a wide net and you just keep asking the next woman. Is that different from the wound of rejection that you're referring to? You know, re rejection is a very deep and painful wound and, and one that is hard to heal. So to answer your question, no, um, all of those wounds are the same, right? Are they? And, yes, and we all experience it, but it's just the way that we internalize it. It's Everything is about the story that we tell ourselves. So the guy in the club that's being rejected by the girl, you know, he's seen his other friend go through the same thing, right? Right, So right. it's just par for the course. It's, you know, it's, it's no big deal. Right. Um, so it, it's always about what we tell ourselves, the story that we make up in our mind. And, and, and rejection, you know, from the guy in the club that didn't get the date, um, from us not getting the job, we didn't get the promotion, the absent father, the divorce, all of that is rejection. Wow. And what happens with rejection is we turn inward often, right? So just like we talked about the guy in the club, you know, he may chalk it up to, well, it's her loss, you know? Right. Whereas oftentimes we turn inward and say, because I didn't get that job, because I didn't get that promotion, because my father wasn't there, because my husband left me, I'm not enough. I'm not pretty enough, I'm not smart enough. We question ourselves and that questioning of self chips away at our self-esteem. Let's, let's, let's talk some more about that on the other side of the break because this is really, really important. People need to understand that uh, pain and that wound of rejection. So folks, please stay tuned. This is really, really important. We are here with Najima Smalls, the author of The Black Girl's Guide to Healing Emotional Wounds. You want to listen to this. We'll be right back after these messages here on Skin Deep. Tune in to Beyond the Culture with me, Dr. David M. Walker, as I bring you engaging and inspirational conversations with athletes, coaches, and others from the sports community who have embraced change and challenged cultural norms and ideals. Go behind the scenes as I discuss the trials and triumphs of these sports leaders. Don't miss it. 
Beyond the Culture, available on iTunes, YouTube, and all streaming platforms. Hello, this is Carl Brown, host of the Small Business Report on Sirius XM Channel 141, HUR Voices. Every Thursday at noon, we bring you the stories of small business owners and subject matter experts that can help you start, grow, or sustain your business. Please be sure to tune in every Thursday at noon on Sirius XM Channel 141, HUR Voices, to hear the Small Business Report. Get ready for skincare and makeup that will heal your mind, body, and soul. SkinDeepBeautyStore.com is a totally organic and vegan skincare and makeup line that you'll love using because what you put on your body is just as important as what you put in it. Choose from our organic moisturizers, anti-aging serums, natural and fruit-based scrubs, masks, lipsticks, and glosses. No more worries about harsh chemicals being absorbed into your skin. It's time to commit to your health and wellness. SkinDeepBeautyStore.com is your one-stop, cruelty-free skincare and makeup shop with safe and environmentally friendly ingredients for the love of you. Visit us at SkinDeepBeautyStore.com. That's SkinDeepBeautyStore.com. Recognized by hundreds of leaders and thousands of people from every walk of life for crime and violence intervention and prevention, the Alliance of Concerned Men celebrate their 30th year of healing the community, one person at a time. Won't you help? Make your tax-deductible donation to the Alliance of Concerned Men and help reduce increasing violence in our communities and address the issues that give rise to it. You are not alone. Go to theallianceofconcernedmen.org for more information. And welcome back to Skin Deep here on Sirius XM Radio Channel 141. HUR Voices. I'm here with Najma Smalls, as I mentioned. She's the author of The Black Girl's Guide to Healing Emotional Wounds. And before the break, we were talking about the impact of the wound of rejection. And Najma, you were saying that what do we do with that rejection when, when we feel rejected by someone? What were you saying? Yeah, so I was sharing that the thing that makes the rejection wound so harmful is that we point inward at ourselves. We will make it about us instead of making it about that person or that situation. You know, instead of realizing if you didn't get the promotion, maybe it just wasn't your time yet, you know? Um, but instead we'll say, I'm not smart enough. I'm not intelligent enough. All of those types of things. And that impacts our self-esteem and Mm. then another way we act out on that rejection wound is in a way that I call rejection syndrome right so if you are suffering from rejection syndrome as I once was I would be that was my tool that was my weapon to hurt someone if I wanted to hurt them I would leave them out I would exclude them I wouldn't you know um, when I was a manager I wouldn't promote them whatever it was that was my revenge because I knew how deep rejection was. I knew how painful it was. I knew how it made me feel. And so I wanted, if, if you offended me, that's how I would retaliate. That's why it's so important wow. to heal. Because hurting people do what? They hurt people. Hurt people. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, I wanted to know about like divorce. 
Uh, this explains why so many children, even adults, um, have issues when their parents divorce. I've seen grown people like break down mm -hmm. when their parents divorce after 30 or 40 years. You would think that a 30 year old is like, okay, well, you know, I want my parents to be happy. And if that means them going their separate ways, then so be it. Instead of breaking down in tears and they can't believe it. I've always thought it was just being selfish, but it's more than that. How is it that um, people are feeling the wound of rejection when they're grown and their parents have divorced? Because I heard you say divorce was was one of the things that people um, suffer from. Because that that child, that adult child has internalized their parents' rejection. They made that situation about them. Yeah. Dad is leaving mom and me. Mom is leaving dad and me. Something was wrong with us. We're a part of this family unit and something is wrong with this family unit. And especially if they, if they leave for another family. That's even more you know, mm -hmm. traumatic because you, again, it, it's, you're saying to yourself, you're thinking as you're looking at it, um, they preferred a better family. I wasn't a good child, even as an adult, you know? Uh. And so the thing is what we have to realize, the way that we overcome rejection is realizing that things happen for us, not to us. And the way I look at it is now, Rejection is literally God pulling me out of a situation. So you have mm -hmm. to look at it as protection. Yeah. Even if you don't get the job. Yeah. It maybe wasn't you were being you. protected for something. Yeah. Something better has is, is coming down the road. So that's how we overcome rejection. Okay. That's a good way to look at it. If people think of it as, hey, you missed the, uh, what, what's the saying? You missed the bullet on this one or something like that. Yeah. So mm -hmm. God was really protecting you. A lot of times women will say, oh my gosh, you know, he's left me or this relationship ended and I'm so devastated. But a lot that may mean, hey, this is God ending mm -hmm. this relationship for you. He is, like you said, protecting you from something that might not be so good for you. So I like how you um, made how you turn that around so that people can look at the glass half full instead of half empty. Um, how does shame impact us? Shame is a wound as well, correct? Yep, absolutely. Shame, shame is a wound. It's another deep wound that's hard to heal. Um, and see, the interesting thing about shame is that our community, the black community, embraced shame as a tool to keep us, us as in, in children, in line. You know, I can remember my yeah. grandmother would always say, oh, that's a shame. What she did was shameful. Right. And see, words have power, you know. And when you say that, when we embrace shame, it makes us feel small. Because what we are, what shame is saying is that you did this thing or made this decision and now you are damaged. It eats away at our wholeness. And, and shame is such a very isolating emotional wound because it's kept by our secrets. Mm. Shame lives in secrecy. Mm -hmm. you know? And so we feel no one else did this. I'm the only person that has had this experience. I'm the only person that has had 
this mistake. And so we allow that shame to live inside us. And, and, and shame teaches us um, how to live in fear and intimidation, and it removes our power and our self-confidence. And so one of the ways to get rid of shame in your life is to desensitize it. We okay. have to get rid of the secrets. What I mean by desensitizing it is talking about it. Um, yeah. I share in my book a, a very... Um, huge family secret that um, really kept my mother and all of her siblings in a, in a total state of wounded emotions for many, wow. many years. And it wasn't until I was an adult with my own family that I was even able to talk about it because I had learned by my family, I was taught to live with this secret. I was taught the sh- it was so shameful that I couldn't talk about it. And one day I just randomly started talking about it Mm. and so once I started talking about it I felt differently I looked at it differently and so now I can say it without any qualms without any problems but it took me talking about it in safety in a safe community and and now I've written about it so the whole world I know I was gonna say yeah (laughs) you've written about it how does your family feel about that when when they first found out Um, oh it was hard (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Because, it was hard. <laughs> and, you know, black families especially, I know all families have secrets, but black mm-hmm. families especially um, like to hide behind secrets. And, you know, you can almost get disowned if you share that secret or tell yep. that secret. Um, and so that's why so many people, you know, as children, maybe something happened to them, but they were told, you know, don't tell. Or uh, what are the famous words? You know, what goes on in this house stays in this house. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, yeah, I can imagine what that does to a person when they are walking around carrying this huge burden. And for you to start talking about it and then write about it, that must have been cathartic. I mean, that must have felt like a huge sense of freedom that overcame you. Yes, it was like, literally, it felt like a burden, like a, like a huge boulder yeah. off of my chest. Yeah, yeah, wow. And you could breathe again. Yes. And so now, is it, is, is it okay? Is your family okay? Are you all ta- have you all gotten past uh, them being angry with you for sharing uh, that secret? Some, and, and some are still wrestling with it. You know, um... Denial is a very powerful emotion. Yes, it is. Yes, and it and is. some people prefer um, to live in denial. And that's fine. You know, we, we all heal at our own time. Pace, that's right. And, and, and so I've learned to extend grace. Okay. Okay. That's great. Well, tell us or give us one tip we can use to heal our wounds. And I mean, you've named so many different wounds. We haven't even talked about all of them. I mean, there's envy and forgiveness and uh, your website, you address black men and uh, jealousy and all kinds of uh, kinds of things, self-sabotage. But give us one tip to heal our wounds that we can use like immediately. Therapy. I would encourage (laughs) everyone to get involved in (laughs) therapy because, you know, and I say that 
Siobhan, and, and we both know there's a still a stigma, you know, attached oh, to therapy. Not as much as there used to be. I mean, not I think it's much better it, now, especially in the black much, community. It's much better, but particularly our men aren't oh, going yeah. to therapy as much as they need to. You know, women, because we, we like to talk anyway. Right, yeah. <laughs> Talking to each other, you know, yeah. is therapy. But we've never had problems, most women, running to a doctor anyway. It's always been our men, yes. especially black men. But they're getting better, though. I think all of us as a black community are getting better because that yes. stigma has, has raised a bit. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. We, we are definitely getting better. And, and it's exciting, such an exciting time, because we are the first generation um, within our within our community to embrace therapy and mental health services and yeah, yeah. all of the therapeutic things, journaling and self-care. So it's it's really a wonderful time for us. As it is. And so, Najima, that's why I have to have you back on the show because we are out of time already. Um, folks, you can get in touch with Najima by going to her website. It's najimasmalls.com. I'm going to spell that. N-I-J-I-A-M-A-S-M-A-L-L-S.com. Is that right, Najima? That's it. <laughs> and believe me, folks, you will get so much information to healing your emotional wounds by going on her website. But we are going to bring her back on the show. For now, this is it. I'm your host, Sharon Morton. I hope that you take the information we provided today and use it to grow your emotional health. You can hear this show on Sirius XM Radio Channel 141, HR Voices, on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, as well as on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all the streaming platforms. And email me at skindyradioshow at gmail.com and let me know what you think about the show. Thanks again for tuning in on all things that are skin deep.